You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live. Next. What up? What it do? It's another episode of Black Hollywood Live next where we talk to Hollywood's up and coming stars. You need to know these people because they're amazing and they're going to be all over your TV screen and your movie theater screens really, really <laughs> soon. Uh, so today's no exception. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. Who are you, sir? I am James Ward III, your co host with Megan today. You can find me across the board on all platforms at James Ward, III. And we got a great show today. We're going to be talking about, oh, you know, the queen herself and a new song she came out with and also some new casting stuff. But before we get into all of that, we have an amazing guest. She is so cute, you guys. She is amazing. She, I, I loved her on the game, but currently you can see her on TV One's Born Again Virgin and you can also catch her this summer on such, Central Intelligence, an amazing movie that's going to be with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. Yes. Need to know her. Give it up for Danielle Nicolette, y'all. In the house. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be in your very pretty booth. You're so cute. Like, <laughs> trust me, when I saw you on the game as Yana, I was so excited. I'm oh, so happy. thank you. Thank you very yes. much. But we're going to play a little game with you just Uh-oh. to break the ice a little bit. Okay. So we know that you are a gymnast. Once upon a time, I yes. used to backflip on balance beams. Yup. Yeah. But you still do yoga, so you kind of, you let it out every minute. I'm right? still bendy. <laughs> yeah, you're still bendy. So we have a game. It's called Gymnastics Trivia. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's see how I do. Let's see how you do. Okay, okay. first question. How many artistic gymnastic events do women compete in? Artistic? Yes. As in like, because I don't know rhythmic gymnastics. I only know my world, which is four. Yes, it's right. Yeah, bars, beam, floor, and vault. Yes! Okay, okay. (laughs) Got one right. Okay. (laughs) All right, so for this next one, who was the first American female gymnast to score a perfect 10 at the Olympic Games in 1984? Mary Lou Retton. Okay, all right. She's on it. She's a gymnast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Childhood idol. Okay. Number three, how long should it take to do the beam routine? Oh, God. Um, If I remember correctly, beam is 90 seconds, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, well. Close. We have one minute to a minute and 10 seconds. So 60 okay. to 70 seconds. Well, if you fall down, it takes longer. Trust me. Remember that. <laughs> There's a whole climbing back up thing that happens. <laughs> so for this next one, in 2012, which U.S. female gymnast was the first African-American woman in Olympic history to become the individual all-around champion and the first American gymnast to win gold in both the individual all-around and team competitions at the same Olympics? They yes. made a lifetime yeah. movie. Yes. Everything. Are you kidding See, these are easy, right? Oh. No, that's... not for me, because I put these together. I was like, I don't know the answer to any of these. <laughs> any of these. Okay. When you make a landing without taking any extra steps, it's called blanking the landing. Sticking it. Yes. You are on it. This is easy. <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> easy oh. Okay. Let's see. Maybe this one's a little more challenging. Maybe. When you make a landing without taking any extra steps... It no, is... that's what I just said. Oh, whoops, my bad. <laughs> I can stick it twice, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can read everyone. No, there are two artistic gymnastics events that both men and women compete in. All the others are either men or women only. Name one. 
Uh, men do vault and men also do floors. Yes! Oh my goodness, I You're have to do better with 100% these. 100% at the free throw line. <laughs> you are. I try. Swish. Good job. You're a true gymnast. I, once upon a time I was. Now I'm just now I'm just a former gymnast with really creaky knees and elbows and neck. How did you even get involved in gymnastics? Um, everyone in my family were athletes on my dad's side, and my father was very insistent that my brother and I do sports. Uh-huh. And um, it just was something I sort of stumbled across as a kid. I We went to pick up my brother from basketball practice one day. And there was a beam, and I jumped up on it, and the gymnastics coach saw me, I guess, not falling off while I was spinning around (laughs) doing stuff I saw on TV. And then they said, we got to go to the gym. Wow. And then how long did you do gymnastics? From 3 to 15. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever want to do, like, the Olympics? Oh, yeah. It's all I wanted. Well, all I really wanted was to be an actor, but when you're in Ashtabula, Ohio, basically you want to find (laughs) a way to get to a big city so that you can chase those dreams. Right. So as a kid in my head, I figured, well, if I'm really good at gymnastics, then maybe I'll go to the Olympics, and then if I win the gold medal, they'll put me in the Wheaties commercial, and then I'll be discovered, (laughs) and I can finally be an actor. And you'll get a $90 million contract. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) You're close. Yes. Yes. You did very well. Thank you. (laughs) Well, let's talk about what's new in casting. So we all know Wendy Williams as the queen of top currently. Um, she's had a great show that's on Fox. Well, she's got another show that's coming out on BET and it's called Wendy's... What is it? Sorry, I got this wrong. Wendy's Style Squad. So she's going to be talking about fashion and it's kind of like the black version of E's Fashion Police. Mm. So I think it'll be fun. I love it. It's a Sounds good like idea, a lot right? of shades going to be thrown. Right. <laughs> that's half the fun. Right. Because I watch like regular Fashion Police and I feel like, ah. It's all right, you know, but I feel like the jokes and the shade that's going to come from Wendy's style squad is going to be, like, way worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and regular fashion police, like, no shade to them. But it's <laughs> it's just doesn't feel as spontaneous as I think Wendy's show is going right, to feel. Right. And it, it, it really feels like the shade is kind of manufactured and, like, it's been run through 17 cycles and five producers before anybody got approved exactly. to criticize right. an yeah. outfit. Yeah. And I have a feeling Wendy's show is not going to be anything no. like that. So instead of how you doing, what you going to do? What you wearing? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so you can catch her coming up this Tuesday, the 16th, because she's actually they're going to be reviewing um, what's going on after the Grammys. And then they have episodes after every major award show, at least for the next five. So we'll see. Make, nice. Stay tuned to BET. Make sure you watch it. Hopefully it's good. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about what's new in music. What's the fresh beats? Fresh beats. It goes without saying. King B, Beyonce, the Beehive, you guys will all be happy. She dropped formation over the weekend. Prepared everyone for the Super Bowl. Right, right. And we're gonna check out the video in case you haven't missed in case you missed it. And then we're going to Red Lobster. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Do you have hot sauce in your purse? What? It's in my pocket. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's check this out. song you guys i i you know I love it, it it's amazing and i think one thing about it is i think the world is not ready for the next agenda that the uh, carters have coming up. <laughs> the world's domination i mean really jay-z donated 1.5 million to black lives matter right mm. this song it's 
I mean, she had to remind everybody, I'm black, y'all. Have you seen Fox News losing their ever-loving minds over this song and video? (laughs) Right. Beyonce was their safe black person. Now she's not safe. Turns out she's actually black. (laughs) Sorry about it. (laughs) Sorry about it. Right. But, you know, I think one thing that people are also missing, like, yes, it's a good beat to dance to. She has the formations, the actual physicalities of it. But also, I think the subliminal messages um, that she really wants to get out is, it's also she's saying get information, right? Right. Because right. knowledge is power. We that's how and, we've always suffered. As and a organize, mm-hmm. get right. the information and organize. organize. Get yourselves information. Yeah. Do something about it. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm obsessed with both of them. They are <laughs> everything. And I'm sorry, but Jay for president. And so if you right. haven't gotten tickets for the tour yet, I think pre-sales were the ninth, and then the sixteenth. I 16th. think it's like sold out. I know LA that's already. Yeah. From pre-sale. Yes. yes. <laughs> And I was just, today was payday and I was going to save my money, but I guess there's oh, that. Sorry. It was sold out by the time they got done saying, Bay's going <laughs> to die. Right. Bye. Right. Well, they would be available on the 16th, but it looks like that's... Uh... They probably will be, they probably held some tickets, but as of right now, the pre-sales are all sold out. Got it. Yeah. I looked this morning. <laughs> did you? I did. Oh! I did. But wait, what were the tickets? Weren't they like a hundred, like $200 or something ridiculous? No, was... my friend got them for a hundred a piece. Like where is his nose? Is he here in the parking lot? I don't Right. <laughs> Basically, right. Is he listening to the radio? (laughs) Yeah, he's listening to it on the radio. Good job. Yeah, that's what it is. Live stream. Exactly. Right, like at church in the overflow room. You have to watch it on the back. You don't even need to watch it. On a monitor. Those tickets are so expensive, you have to pull a group of people, buy one ticket, and have your friend go in with their phone and just stream it out to you. Maybe you should get a ticket. You bought the tie light. Honey, not that Bay needs my lighting, but... (laughs) It, this thing is everything. Yes, and if you guys remember, we talked about the tie light, and that's Beyonce's stylist. He came out with this great light for your iPhone, and of course, Danielle has it. Of course. It's, e- it's Eva Marcel's fault. I blame Eva. <laughs> she got it first. She always gets the stuff first, and then right. I just copy her. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about you a little bit, Danielle. Um, I, we, you talked about you were growing up in Ohio. Uh, yeah. What was that like, by the way? Slow. Slow. It's Ohio. What's um, the name of the city again? I'm from a town called Ashtabula. How many people are in this town? Um, When I was growing up, it was somewhere around 12,000. I think now they might be up to like 15. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. It's, it, there's no uh, There's no Walmart. There's really? no movie theater. No yeah. movie theater? No. No, What's you got to drive. one? Uh, it's in Kingsville, which is about a 15-minute drive, 20 minutes maybe. Oh, 15 is not bad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so what, how did you, is your whole entire family from there, like generations, or how did you guys end up in Ashtabula? Uh, both sides of my family, mom and dad, they're all from Pittsburgh. Okay. And okay. so my town is just on the other side of the okay. Ohio border. Gotcha. And, uh, my granddad was a jazz musician and, uh, and a baseball player in the Negro Leagues, and neither of those things paid at right, that time. Right. And he ended up getting a job that was in Ashtabula and my dad ended up there and then when he met my mom that's where they settled. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. So after settling you guys moved to California and it was for gymnastics? Um, gymnastics was the catalyst to come out. So I sort of I, I ended up going to a gym in Orange County called Scats. Okay. Um, where I met Mary Lou Retton for the first time. Oh, wow. As a little girl. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And so I was able to train out here during most of the school year and then go home the rest of the time and then when mm-hmm. my knees finally decided they weren't doing gymnastics Mm. anymore I had to tell my parents the truth which was I wanted to be an actor and my mom was supportive (laughs) and I will forever be appreciative of that what about your dad dad is still in Ashtabula wondering why I haven't finished college (laughs) (laughs) I'm like dad I'm I'm doing well yeah no he's really supportive but he's he's comfortable there my sister's there and and uh 
you know, small town living is right for him. What do you do when you go back home? See your family. That's it. Yeah. Hang out. Yeah. There. It's really. It's. It's a. It's a small town. But small town like cows or just small town like just small little town. There are cows. There are definitely cows. Um, Yeah. Truly. When I go home, I visit my dad. I hang out at his house. Mm -hmm. I see my sister. My sister and her husband are the town doctors. The town doctors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Her husband is the internist, and my sister's the podiatrist. Wow. Yeah. Who's the pediatrician? Oh gosh, I can't remember his name, but he's at Ashtabula General. <laughs> she said his name. You know what? I can't even. I can't even say anything. I'm from Kentucky, so I get it. Like I get it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm a city boy. I'm from Seattle, so I can't. I, I don't know. Oh, y'all, that's big city life over here. <laughs> yeah, no, just, no, no, there's one. There's one of each. That's right. all you need. Wow. Right. When I was a kid, there was one cab driver. His name was Frank, and he knocked you out whenever you did anything bad as a teenager because he was always driving around wow. town. Wow, one yeah. cab driver, Frank. Right. Yeah. And every time I would do something stupid, like moon people in the, on the street corner, get myself in trouble, Frank would drive by and see it, and he'd call my dad. And by the time I got home, my dad would be sitting there going, I heard you moon somebody on the corner of Central <laughs> wow. and Main. Wow. You know what? Like, in your in your biopic, like, Frank's going to be in there talking about, like, I remember when she <laughs> mooned somebody. <laughs> I remember when she wrote, kiss me on her backside and lipstick. I thought that was funny. <laughs> This is oh, great Frank. intel we're getting right yeah. now. This, this, <laughs> is, you, this is what I do when I go home to Ashtabula. And this still, I just write kiss me on my backside. <laughs> so you're, you're hilarious. You did, uh, you were Karen for how many seasons? Six seasons? Yeah. On Third Rock from the Sun, which yeah. is an amazing, amazing show. How was it, what was it like working with John Lithgow and Jane Curtin? I can't say enough. It was incredible. Because mm-hmm. I was just a kid and I had this acting school that paid me right. to show up every day and learn how to do what I now do. And mm-hmm. and it's the only set I've ever been on where everyone was so incredibly professional and I, I took that knowledge with me and I try to emulate what I learned as a kid from John and Jane. Right. You know, always on time, always knew their lines, always treated everybody with kindness and respect, always appreciated the job that they had right. and the fact, and appreciated every single person who took the time out of their lives to watch the show. Right. And, you know, I think it's really easy to lose sight of that if you don't have a reminder sometimes. Right, right, right. Well, that's totally different from your role as Yana on the game. Yeah. <laughs> the game. Well, mostly oh, because the- on Third Rock I wore clothes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you had all of your yoga attire on, your <laughs> exactly. workout attire. Uh, so what was it like working on that set? Because you're with, you know, Mar Rockakil, you're with these amazing directors, and then, of course, it's a it's a black cast. What's yeah. the difference? What would you say? Um, Gosh. I have to say, my experience on the game... Very similar to Third Rock. I mean, in time, I was an adult, but Wendy Raquel Robinson, Hosea Chanchez, the entire cast are the most professional group Mm -hmm. of people. And then these incredible directors, Salima Keel directed episodes I did, Billy Woodruff directed episodes. Um, Being around Mara is, you know, it's like, you are my woman crush. Right. And really, truly totally have their acts together in every way and and you don't get to experience that very often so I was glad I got to do those last couple seasons of the show. Oh good. Yes. I love and, it. And people paid me to make out with Hosea. <laughs> <laughs> By the way how tall are you? Because I used to watch them and be like she's so little. Like, I'm five feet even and Hosea I think is maybe six two and on top of that I couldn't wear heels because I was always in workout clothes. Right, right. That's a good point. That's yeah. why I was like, she's so cute and petite. Yeah. I mean, I'm mini, but right. but I was extra mini because usually I can trick you and wear right. a wedge. Right. And so as we're cataloging <laughs> your amazing career, 
you currently star as Jenna on TV One's hit show Born Again Virgin. Indeed, um, mm-hmm. such a cute show. It's Thank really, you. it's, 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 it's really, really cute. It's so fun. Thank you. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. Um, so, what do you want people to know about the show? We like it. So, but w- share with the world. Oh God, I-, I think most of all, I want people to know that it's a show that reflects your life in the funniest possible way. It's not <laughs> like a throwaway African American sitcom that's telling the same old story. Right. It's it, like if you like Sex and the City, if you like New Girl, like it's a very, very um, smart, progressive, sharp right. comedy. And uh, and there's lots of sex. <laughs> and there's that. And people tend to like that. And it's sex in a very sells, funny right? way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's uh, most of all, it's chicks being legit funny. Mm-hmm. And I, for, in my experience, I haven't seen a lot of that on TV, which is why I was so excited to sign on to the show. Mm-hmm. And it looks like you guys have a really good rapport with each other. The, the chemistry between you ladies is, it seems legit. Do you guys hang out for real outside of the show? Um, yes, I had lunch with Megan day before yesterday, and I was texting with Eva right before I walked in here. Yeah, making making a plan to have a spa day. Ah, yeah. see, that's so cute. I, can we join? Yes, <laughs> yes. Burke Williams is happening. Yes. Um. Yeah. No, we we love each other, and Tank too. He's one of the girls. He's the most masculine one of the girls you'll ever meet in your life. But the the four of us really it, it, that chemistry is real. We love mm-hmm. each other to death. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you guys check that out every Tuesday at 8.30, 7.30 Central. Yeah. Yes. And so you are also going to start a really huge blockbuster this summer. Fingers crossed, knock yes, on wood. With The Rock and Kevin Hart called Central Intelligence. I, I've i seen the trailer in the beginning of a bunch of movies, and it looks so funny. It looks hilarious. I think it's going to be something that nobody's seen before. I know you've seen parts of it, too. Yeah. I don't think anybody realizes how insanely funny Dwayne Johnson is. Right, because we always see him as like well, you know like this. His Instagram hero. though was pretty funny. Do you follow him on Instagram? Anyone? I know. Yeah, it's hilarious. Is him it? and his dog make me Hugs. crack up it <laughs> yeah. every day. Like it's hilarious. It's. I mean, everybody knows that Kevin Hart is the funniest man, literally in the world, <laughs> right. and there are statistics to prove it. <laughs> but I think it's going to be interesting for everyone to learn that like Kevin is actually a super rock hard body athlete. Like he will kick your ass. All right. And not, and think that The Rock and everything they know about him, he's ridiculously funny and like a gigantic dork. And mm-hmm. I think when you get to see the two of them be these opposite versions of themselves, it's just going to blow other, everyone yeah. away. What's your role in the movie? I play Kevin's wife. Okay. So the whole film is centered around Kevin, Dwayne, and I all went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Dwayne was an outcast. Kevin was the most popular kid in school. I was the homecoming queen. Kevin and I grew up and get married. Dwayne, the outcast, grows up to be... The Rock. Right. In the trailer, he's yeah. like Fat Robbie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So he grows up to be a super CIA agent. And Kevin, the most popular kid in school, most likely to succeed, not so satisfied with his life. Turns right. out I'm the one who's doing really well in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So Dwayne shows up and pulls Kevin into a CIA spy intrigue. Right. That uh, they both have to keep from me, and it all cycles around our high school reunion, where we run into a couple little people like Jason Bateman and of Aaron course. Paul. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because everyone goes to high school with him. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> totally. No big deal. I absolutely did. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've also done a lot of voiceover work we kind of talked about before we started yeah. today. What's been your favorite voiceover project so far? I voice uh, the character Storm in all the Marvel products. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of my favorite. And then also, 
There is this animated series that everybody can watch on Netflix. It's specifically for Netflix called The Jammies. Mm -hmm. And I love it because it's about a group of four 12-year-olds who are in a music group trying to make it. And (laughs) they're they're tough and they're funny. And I think it's also another opportunity to show African-American kids Mm. a cartoon that is reflective of their own life and where they can have characters they relate to. Do you sing in it at all? I don't. I, I do the audience the gigantic favor of not ever <laughs> singing in the jammies, ever. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's actually, well, that's, it seems like it's really good. Is that, uh, how many seasons is that out, or is it new? Um, we did, uh, it's more because it's Netflix, we did like a particular number of episodes, and right. then they're all, they're all available. available to stream. Okay. And I think there are 30 some episodes. Okay. Oh, wow. I, I don't so know, I don't know if some of them watch. have been held back yet. But, right, right. But yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely available to binge. How did you get into voiceover work? <laughs> Total accident. I used to be on a sitcom called Second Time Around, mm-hmm. um, and the producer of that sitcom also produced The Proud Family. Oh, and yeah. one day he called me up, and they had an actress in a role, and it wasn't working out, and he called me up to fill in at the last second, and then that turned into, he also was a producer of The Jammies, and then that turned into somebody else offered me another show, and right. now I'm just really lucky. Wait, who are you on The Proud Family? Oh no, I wasn't on Proud Family. Okay, the I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, wait, because I used to love that show. Like, <laughs> oh, who, right? who didn't love that show? <laughs> well, now I feel bad, like I've disappointed you that I wasn't on Proud Family. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you you you've been in a lot of different types of acting, ro- movies, roles, TV, everything. Yeah. What's been your favorite so far? TV, film, voiceover work. Central Intelligence was hands down the greatest work experience of my life, mm-hmm. and. Of course, it would be anybody's. I mean, I'm in, right. I spent two months with Kevin Hart and The Rock. Like, <laughs> right. It's kind of hard to top that. But the director was so amazing. And these last couple of years, I've had this incredible opportunity between Central Intelligence, Born Again Virgin, even on the game. Mm-hmm. I've had this great uh, thing happening where... I'm coming across directors that are really encouraging women to be funny. Uh-huh. And that is overall just the best part of this whole ride. Right. Would you consider yourself more of a comedic actress or dramatic actress? Um, I think I just consider myself an actress, and and it's sort of up to me to play whatever role that I'm offered well. Mm-hmm. But comedy is certainly my love. I there's there's no word to describe what it is to find a way to make something that wasn't funny funny and bust people up. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I can I will I can die today because I busted Kevin up in a scene shooting something. <laughs> it was like all of my comedy dreams came true that I made Kevin break. Right, right. <laughs> Which is very hard to do. Right? Yes, it is. Right. Yes, it is. So as you keep advancing your career. You've been featured in Entertainment Weekly a couple of times, yeah. correct? Yeah. What was that? I mean, everyone has their Hollywood dream, so mm-hmm. what was that like to read about yourself in a huge publication like that? It's totally surreal. And every time I go to my grandma's house in Florida, she still has the <laughs> copies. Like, there's like those, and, and like every magazine I've ever been in is sitting on the coffee table. Oh and she screams God. at me when I go to put my water bottle in it. <laughs> um, it's, it's so neat. Like, it never stops being incredible. I'm... From Ashtabula, Ohio. Mm-hmm. The, it's it's super cool, and anybody who pretends like it's not is lying. When you go back home, are you kind of a local celebrity? No. They don't no. have your face on a billboard somewhere? You don't you have know, a key to the city? I, I'm, I'm not sure my particular city has a key. <laughs> no key um, needed. It, does, it doesn't have a movie theater. <laughs> I don't think they Touché. have a bookstore, but... As soon as I get a Barnes and Noble, maybe. But but no, truly, like I'm from the kind of town that really doesn't care. Like they care about how you treat people when, right, when right. you're there and how how a person is face to face, not who they are 
you know, industry-wise. Right, uh-huh. right. So uh, it's 2016. It's a new year. What do you want to accomplish? What's on your bucket list, bucket list for this year? Oh, gosh. Traveling is on my bucket list for sure. Where? Um, I haven't been to France, and I want to do that this year, and I want to do Argentina this year Mm. and find an excuse to practice my perfectly mediocre Spanish. Um, (laughs) And, oh, gosh. I I don't know. Honestly, right now, my big focus is just kind of staying in the moment and not trying to control things. I know, yoga girl. <laughs> but I'm just kind of enjoying the ride and seeing where it takes me because the last couple of years have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's good to know. Yeah. It's really good to know. Who do you want to do these things with? Like girl trip or trip with your boo? Like what? Um, Definitely trip with the boo. Okay. Um, I love traveling with him. And I also do want to organize a really good girls trip. Like I want a super mm-hmm. solid, slightly sloppy girls trip with <laughs> lots of video taken that we can look back at when we're old. Right. And be like, look how great we used to be when we were drunk in Madrid. <laughs> right. And hashtag travel noir. Do you guys follow that hashtag at all? No. I do. I love it. It's I great. Love it. It makes you have to. It's like for all like professional black travelers. Like yeah. it's really good. Happening. I'm yes. doing it right now. I'm gonna Instagram turn on my tie light and do it. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure. <laughs> no, you talked about your favorite project thus far being Central Intelligence. Yeah. What are some other roles you'd wanna ideally play in the future? If it's a someone in a biopic or even like someone you want to opposite to play opposite of or Um Biopic wise, I have always been obsessed with Eartha Kit and I would mm. do absolutely I can anything totally see to that. play. Right. I can I, see that. She's the most fascinating fascinating, unbelievable, multi-layered woman. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize she was an incredible dancer. She right. was fluent French, lived in France for years yeah. and years. Like She just, being the first black Catwoman, being right. the first black superhero right. on TV in any way, and to be a villain and to just own it. I love uh-huh. her. So yeah, that's my dream role is Eartha Kitt biopic. Um, and then, I don't know, TV-wise, I would love to do an action series. You know, ah. I'd, I'd love for anybody to give the five foot tall girl a gun. <laughs> like I want to, I'm gonna be the bad guy rather than the victim. Uh-huh. Probably oh, yeah. might. I don't. Know, might not happen, but I'm working towards it. Put that out there. It's gonna happen. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna happen. So you mentioned you have a boo. D. Yeah. Va- and Valentine's Day is coming up. Yes. What's the best Valentine's Day that you've ever had? Oh gosh. Um, okay. This wasn't technically Valentine's Day, but I have a weird Valentine's Day thing that I uh-huh. do. I don't like doing Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. I'm Me right neither. there with you. I, re- I, I, do- I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone, like I want to know that he's with me by choice, not because it's mandated. Right. So I want flowers on days that aren't Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. You know, I want to feel appreciated on like a random Tuesday. Right. It's a lot of extra but, pressure for like no reason. But he's great. Yeah. <laughs> and the Valentine's is like, oh my God, flowers cost $10,000 and you right. can't get a reservation at a restaurant that you normally eat at. No. Best date he's ever taken me on. And this was the moment I knew I was in love with him. So he called it the perfect date. And he picked me up. And he was in a bit of a fury because he was driving so fast. In one date, we did the arcade, miniature golf, ice skating, batting cages, um, uh, uh, the the go race cars, go kart racing and junk food eating was it all in what? one location? It was no, oh like like we went to one and it was like okay hours up and we're going to the next one. Oh, okay, wow. thirty minutes up. Wow. It was the best date ever. because oh, you didn't know what was coming next. I had no idea what was coming next, and the amount of effort that and planning that I knew he had to put into that, right. like mapping out everywhere we were going, and also catching that I'm a tomboy and that I'm the kind of girl who really would like to go to the batting cages. <laughs> 
I was I was like, that's it. You're stuck with me. Right. Wow. So that's the moment when you knew. Like, yeah. This is it. Yeah. How, so long for, you, how long have you guys been together? 10 years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he really married, stuck said, with right? me. Yeah. How long, awesome. How long have you married? <laughs> um, eight years. Okay. I think. What's the What's the one piece of advice you have for people that are just now getting married or they're thinking about getting married? Um, the best advice I can give is absence really does make the heart grow fonder. Like, and and I don't mean go away from each other. I just mean like, <laughs> like you at a certain point, be independent. You have yeah, because you run out of stories to tell at dinner. Like uh-huh. you gotta be doing your own thing, and you have to have a life. And you have to have interests of your own, so that things stay interesting because you keep bringing more interesting things into the mix. Right, and you know, and then it becomes like this great tapestry of of a relationship, other than like. Well, we've done absolutely everything together since 1999. We have the same stories. Right. right. So your husband be, would give great advice to fellas needing date advice. You've been giving great advice now on um, marriage. We're going to continue with advice. You ready? I'm okay. okay. For people, t- it's typical, but for people who are pursuing a career in acting, what would you, what's the one thing you would tell them, you know, kind of encouragement? Um, I would encourage them to love acting and not want to be famous. Because I think so many people think they want to be an actor, but they really just want to be famous. Mm. And they don't... What you find out is fame is a really, really elusive mistress. And <laughs> it's it's kind of an endless void of... Of not like if you're if you're not famous for some accomplishment of yours if you're just sort of famous for sitting around, um, and I won't name names. Get a show on, but yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. just just saying, you know, all of your children's (laughs) names start with a K. Um, What happens is you're just like this hungry beast, and everything is about like take more pictures of me, and nothing feels good enough, and nothing ever satisfies you. Mm -hmm. But if you really love acting. If you really love being an artist and being creative, then you can enjoy the fruits of your labor. And when people give you attention for it, it really feels amazing and it's satisfying and it's fulfilling. And it ends up being an inspiration to go do more rather than just like, oh, my God, take more pictures of me. Take more pictures Mm -hmm, of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would encourage anyone who wants to be an actor to really be an actor and study because it's an awesome thing to do. We're, um, in terms of studying, do you have any favorite places or teachers that you go to? Studios? Or methods? I'm Meisner Method. I went to the Joanne Baron D.W. Brown Studio. Shout out to my peeps. <laughs> um, here in Los Angeles. And it's a sister school to HB Studios and the Actors Studio. They all, okay. it's, it's all just whatever city you're in and function on the same syllabus. So that's what worked for me. But whatever works for anybody that's doing it, I just, I encourage them to go enjoy it. It's, mm-hmm. it's an adventure. It is. Oh, that's such a, like I'm just sitting here like I could talk to you all day. Like honestly, <laughs> I could sit here and say everything. But before we get out of here, uh, uh, what's one thing that you want your fans to know about you? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's wow. I don't know. Um, I not to be cheesy, but just that I I I work really hard every day to be the best person that I can be, and mm-hmm. I I sincerely hope that. The amount of work that I put into to to that and to my job comes across in my work, and that I hope they know that I'm working for them, and I'm just trying to connect. 
Awesome, awesome. And where can your fans find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Danny Nicolay, because the only person who calls me Danielle is my mom. <laughs> um, and on Instagram at Miss Danny Nicolay, because on Instagram I think I'm fancy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And where can we find you, James? You can find me, James Ward the Third, across all platforms as at James Ward I I I. Make sure to use the hashtag BHLNext. Let us know your thoughts. And I'm Meg, Megan Thomas at MegSoup on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. Make sure you guys follow us because we love hearing your comments and we want to know who you want to see on the show next. So we'll see you next week on BHL Next. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the whole song and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.